0: IVM Falling sick is the worst, but having to go to the doctor? Even more intimidating sometimes. There's an anxiety that's exclusive to doctor visits. But it is quite the privilege to be able to go to the doctor in the first place. Some people are too busy or don't live close enough to a hospital or can't afford it. Thankfully, there are several innovative mobile apps that are changing that. They're making access to doctors easier, cheaper, and more trustworthy. With information and second opinions and app away, this can improve the general awareness around healthcare and diagnosis. In this episode, we explore how the internet is democratizing healthcare and the information around it, thereby making it more accessible to the next half billion.
1: The next half billion, or the NHB, are the core of this podcast. They represent the second big wave of Internet users in India, hence the term NEXT. We define them as the cohort of 500 million first-time Internet users that have come online via their mobile phones in five years from 2018 to 2022. From a demographic standpoint, they are mainly from the bottom 60% of India's income distribution. They are owners of small businesses like beauty silos and kirana shops, and also blue-collar workers, domestic workers, security guards, etc. They are building a greater comfort with tech and represent the hustle and ambition of an aspiring India. I'm Utsav, an ex-engineer turned market researcher, traveler and podcaster.
0: And I'm Nivedita, also an ex-engineer turned comedian and writer. You're listening to Smartphone Nation, how the next half billion are shaping their future online. In today's episode, we tell you how smartphones have made healthcare cheaper and easier to access than ever before. I have to admit, I try to avoid the hospital and doctors as much as possible.
1: I'd say I'm similar, but I'm not anxious about it. I just don't think you need to go to the doctor for certain things.
0: Yeah, I just got the flu recently and I didn't feel the need to go to the doctor at all.
1: Yeah, actually, this reminds me of a great story by Hindi satirist Harishankar Bhatt called Beemar Ka Ilaj. Have you heard of it?
0: No, I haven't, but I'd love to hear it now. Are you gonna tell me?
1: Of course. It's the story of Vinod, who hails from Allahabad and is on vacation visiting his friend in Agra. He catches a fever, and what follows is a litany of medical opinions and approaches. Each person suggests to him doctors, everything from allopathic to ayurvedic to a pandit trying to resolve medical issues. There is even a jhaadfukwale baba who gets involved. Virudh is absolutely confused by the variety of treatments and options available to him, and is completely lost. Eventually, he just gets up from the bed, goes out for a walk, and eats light food. And in a few days, he feels perfectly fine.
0: See, this is why I don't go to the doctor. If you fall sick, just wait for something terrible to happen and someone will admit you in the hospital. And the internet doesn't help either, does it? Like everyone thinks they're a doctor now. They give out medical advice. From your gym trainer to your neighbor, everyone is an expert on everything from the flu to heart surgery. I don't trust anybody.
1: So did you end up taking advice on your flu from your gym trainer?
0: I take advice only from my mom, actually. But if I went to the gym, maybe I wouldn't fall sick like this so often. Also, I had the flu before and I know what to do about it. So there's really no reason to go to the doctor, is there?
1: But what if there was an emergency and you got worse and worse? What would you do?
0: I mean, I guess I'd have to do something about it then.
1: Like go to a doctor?
0: Or get an online consultation because that's fast and convenient, right?
1: Fair enough, fair enough.
0: All right, let's get started then, shall we?
2: When we were getting him treated in Indore, it was um, very difficult to diagnose liver damage. The doctors there would run tests and uh, with whatever resources they had, and only once the liver was very damaged, they asked us to go to a doctor who specializes
1: in that area. Um, It was too late till then. This is the voice of Jeet Patel. He hails from Indore and found himself in the thick of action when his brother-in-law Deepak was constantly facing liver issues. This script is not new to many Indians. A serious issue does not get the right medical attention. And only when the condition becomes acute, does the right diagnosis come out. And that too will not happen unless one visits a metro city to find expert doctors.
0: And even if you do reach the hospital, it's not the easiest thing to navigate. Don't we all remember that iconic scene from Munabhai MBBS where an attempted suicide patient is waiting for a doctor to attend to him? but does not get any help because of his mother standing in a queue filling a form. The frustration of Munabhai in that scene strikes a chord because at some point, we all have been frustrated by the medical system, haven't we?
1: Absolutely, but don't get us wrong. India has some of the most advanced and affordable healthcare systems in the world. There are challenges, but not the ones we can't tackle. Don't take it from me. Take it from Aditya Misra, an ex-entrepreneur turned investor who has invested in companies in the healthcare space. I think um,
3: if you look at the innovation in healthcare over the past decade, a lot of it was done outside the system. What I mean by that is, there were companies that tried to complement the existing healthcare infrastructure, which sort of limited their visibility into improvement in patient outcomes, which needs to be the holy grail for all healthcare companies. And we have, in the last few years, we've seen a stark change in companies actually trying to cater to the needs of the patient end-to-end and actually maintain that holistic view on patient outcomes. So that, I think, has been the biggest challenge over the last decade, but I see clear signs of that changing uh, with uh, startups now assuming a far greater role and trying to influence key stakeholders within the system.
1: Sounds like there's a lot of hope. After all, it is the same health system which has helped raise life expectancy from 32 years a few decades ago to more than 65 today. It has even eradicated polio. But it always does not work as intended.
0: Especially when there are serious diseases involved.
1: Yes. In fact, in epidemiological terms, India is at the cusp of a major transformation. As India grows richer, the burden of disease tends to shift from communicable to non-communicable disease. The number one killer of Indians today is no longer TB or diarrhea. It's cardiovascular diseases, with cancer close on its heels.
0: Oh man, which means that our approach to public health also needs to evolve. We also need infrastructure to support non-communicable diseases.
1: Absolutely. However, we must note that even today, three out of five biggest causes of mortality are infectious diseases. So we need availability, information access and patient care for both types.
0: I can see why that requires a complex medical system.
1: Yeah, and for just that reason, just take the journey of Jeet, for example. I think the best thing there is, is that they select the
2: hospital for you. If I had done that on my own, I could have chosen the wrong hospital. They would have asked for a lot of money and the issue wouldn't have been resolved. We have seen this happen a lot. If we had chosen the appropriate hospital the first time, there wouldn't have been a need to get a liver transplant in the first place.
0: Finding the right doctor and right hospital is one of the hardest things to do for a family. This is the starting point of the journey for anyone dealing with complex medical conditions. For Jeet, that involved getting a liver transplant for Deepak. This is where companies like Hexa Health come into the fray. Hexa Health is a health tech platform which aims to bring a seamless surgery experience. They have also identified that finding the right doctor and right hospital is where anybody needs to start. Listen to Jeet's experience. I
2: found Hexa when I looked for the best liver transplant hospital on Google. I filled the form on the website and then they called me. They sent us contacts of a few good experienced doctors from Delhi NCR who could help us. So then we went to some of the hospitals they
1: suggested and I just had a feeling that this will be able to fix our problem. It's so important to have the confidence that you have found the right doctor. I can say this from personal experience, but right after a short break. Welcome back to Smartphone Nation. As I was saying about my personal experience, recently one of my family members was diagnosed with cancer. I am privileged and live in a metro, and could quickly find the right doctor through our network. But how do you trust a new doctor and hospital? if you have never even stepped foot in the city. One of the key steps in the Hexahealth process is to connect new patients with those who have already gone through the surgery. Here is Jeet. There they also introduced
2: me to people who have had a liver transplant. Talking to them gave me some trust in our situation. They also gave us phone numbers of people who have gone through this before with Hexahealth so we could ask them about their experiences. Hexahealth was a big help in this. I don't know if I would have been able to figure out how to go about this transplant thing if it wasn't for Hexahealth. Even after the operation, there were some complications here and there, but Hexahealth was with us all along.
0: Hexahealth stays involved throughout the process. Ankur Gigras, the co-founder and CEO of Hexahealth, as a kid has vivid memories of sitting at his uncle's pharmacy shop. Hailing from a joint family in Mathura, The pharmacy shop experience made the importance of healthcare really clear to him. He remembers that every Diwali, his uncle had to open the shop so that people with burns could access medication. Just like Jeet, he had a personal experience of the struggles in finding the right doctor for his father's bypass surgery. And realized how widespread this problem really is.
4: Now the problem gets aggravated in Tier 3 and 4 specifically because... You just don't know, you haven't you, you haven't been exposed to any of the chains, you haven't been exposed to any of the hospitals, doctors, disease. So your information set is very limited. And as a result, what we also see is that around 70-80% uh, of the organic queries that we get are from tier 2 and 3. So there people just ask for liver transplant cost in Delhi or who's the best surgeon for kidney transplant. Yeah. You need a treatment and you want to figure out which is the right place to get the treatment. So just to take, give you the example of liver transplant, for example, if even if the person is located in Delhi, there is no hospital website which lists, lists that these are the five liver transplant surgeons across Delhi. Right? So, how would you actually decide? How would you come to that conclusion that this is the doctor? Or if, for example, you need even a, a cancer surgery or even a hernia surgery, which is extremely simple, extremely common. So, there are a couple of doctors who do robotic hernia surgeries. But until and unless you have access to that information, you'll not even know about
1: it, ever. Robotic hernia surgeries? Completely agree. One does not even think of these things.
0: Right? So going from understanding the need for surgery to post-surgery care is a long and complex process. Here is how Ankur is solving it.
4: When a liver transplant patient realizes that they need a liver transplant, they come digitally as well. They try to figure out the best surgeons for liver transplant or the cost of liver transplant or where does liver transplant happen? So when they type these questions, many times they reach out to us through a Google ad or through a SEO link. And once they reach there, then they can either fill a form, give us a call, send a WhatsApp query and one of our patient care executives will get in touch with them. And for tertiary or quaternary diseases, the guys who will talk to them are BAMS or BHMS doctors who themselves understand part of this process and then they are trained by surgeons as well so that they know what they're talking about. So they'll start discussing the problem with the patient, they'll fundamentally understand what is the problem, what are the options that they have, they'll get the right reports etc. from the patient and then basis their need, they'll provide them options around doctors and hospitals. So for example, if a patient is located in Guwahati and wants to get the surgery done in Kolkata, in Kolkata there aren't many liver transplant surgeons. So you'll tell the patient about a couple of doctors from Delhi who can actually fly to Kolkata to get the surgery done. Right, so then you will basically set up a consult for the patient. Once the consult is done and you have the reports, then you start counselling them on uh, filling up the registry for a liver transplant donor if they require a dead uh, liver or if they have another family member who's willing to give a a transplant, then basically you'll say, okay, these are the tests that need to be done, etc, etc then you will basically have to figure out their insurance because that is again uh, a key part because these things cost really a bomb. So once you have figured out the insurance part, then you will take them through that journey. You will basically make sure that before the admission, everything has been taken care of. They have taken the required precautions. On the day of the surgery, the admission process is smooth. Now in between, for example, if the insurance covers only part of their cost of surgery, and for the remaining part, they ask for an EMI or some financing support. We get that arranged through uh, a couple of our partners who specialize in healthcare financing. right? And after once that is done, the surgery part typically happens at the hospital because those are the one, those are the guys who move the best and not us. But once the surgery is done, we again get in touch with the patient. We'll start talking to them about the post-op care. So our doctor will remain in touch with the patient to make sure that if there is any small query that the
1: patient have, we are able to answer it. I guess unless you go through it, you do not realize how daunting and long-drawn the process of a life-saving surgery is. But what about the larger malaise affecting people? The regular everyday health problems they deal with?
0: This is where Mayupchar comes in. Interestingly, they didn't even start as a healthcare provider. They started making videos for YouTube first. They began to post information and awareness videos. And as the traffic increased, they realized that they had to provide more for their customer base. They didn't even have to approach doctors to join them. Doctors contacted them by themselves. All Mayupchar had to do was verify them before they provided these doctors with a platform for them to help diagnose patients for a small fee. Rajat Garg, the founder and CEO of Mayupchar, saw a fundamental shift post-COVID.
5: Most of the healthcare has been very curative versus preventive in India. And... uh, Post-COVID, one of the major switches that has happened is that people have started looking at a preventive healthcare as well versus just curative. So you are seeing more people going to, you know, exercise, more people eating nutrition supplements, more people eating, uh, taking care of PCOD and diabetes better. So I think there are two things that are happening uh, in parallel that will uh, make a huge dent. One, is the the devices that that are coming up that can test, you know, that can look at, uh, monitor your PCOD, monitor your your baby, monitor your uh, diabetes, uh, ECG, and feed all of that information via an app to a remotely sitting doctor. And the second thing that is happening very rapidly is remote patient monitoring, patient treatment via these Digital health companies that have, they're trying to understand, create a cohort, give more information to the patient about how their health is, how they can improve their healthcare.
1: That makes sense. But how is it solving for more fundamental issues like
5: access to healthcare in the first place?
0: I will let Rajat explain this.
5: So, we have always been focused on uh, addressing access issues in uh, Bharat. When we say access, we said access is access to the right information in native languages, access to the right doctor so that they get the right advice, access to the right medicine. So that's what we have done. So we basically, in our first two years of launch, we've just focused on content and we we still do that. We create content in six languages, partner with top hospitals and doctors Mm -hmm. to do that. That gets us roughly, you know, 25 million people every month on our website. Another 100 million people watch our video content every month on YouTube, Insta, ShareChat, etc. I believe we are the largest healthcare destination in India. Ah, now I see it. Both HexaHealth and
1: MyUpchar are solving for information asymmetry in different ways. HexaHealth through one-on-one expert consultations for complex surgeries and MyUpchar through content in Indian languages as their starting point. I'm really hoping ChatGPT does not get in here. For all its power, it's often known to get facts wrong.
0: Oh, and ChatGPT could create a modern Binod, the star of Bimar Kailaj. (laughs) He could be getting all sorts of confusing information. But thanks to these platforms, access to credible information around healthcare is now possible. Myupcha took a simple approach to credibility.
5: So we spent more time... Uh, finding doctors who can can create content for us versus concerns. Uh, Because the thought process there was that if we can get the top dog of cardio and top dog of oncology to talk about cardiology-related topics and cancer-related topics, then people will not question the credibility of our content. So we spent a lot of time doing that. Luckily, uh, we got a little bit lucky in terms of consultation-related doctors because uh, of the way and the traffic that we were getting, a lot of those people were also doctors or, or of medical background. So when we put an option on our website, these people, you know, these doctors downloaded the app and wanted to associate with the platform.
0: My UpChat is making it affordable as well. 80% of the users earn less than 25,000 rupees a month and includes a lot of blue-collared workers. Over 60% of their users come from Tier 3 and Tier 4 towns. These are the people which typically make up a chunk of the next half billion. Here is Rajat talking about the cost and extent of these services.
5: We have around 5,000 doctors on our platform that are pretty much across all the specialties. So people can pay and talk to the doctors. Small amounts like 100 rupees or so per consultation. Or they can buy packages to if they want to avail the services for the year or something like that. Post that, you know, whatever the doctors prescribe, we have uh, partnerships in place with uh, Apollo Pharmacy, and, uh, you know, Dubbers, a uh, lot of their distributors, Then uh, a lot of pharma companies directly in, uh, you know, all allopathy, homopathy, Ayurveda range. So all those medicines can be fulfilled that way. Plus, we have our own formulations now, typically uh, launched uh, June of last year, in Ayurveda and nutraceutical range, we are expanding that footprint as well because we've realized that there are some challenges with the way uh, the medicines are prescribed and the, the amount of medicine that person in Ayurveda need to consume. Typically, they are given four, five, six medicines to consume. It becomes hard for them. So we wanted to make sure that uh, we can uh, control the end-to-end experience. So we launched those things as well. By providing reliable health information
1: in Indian languages and connecting patients in non-metro cities with top doctors, MyUpchar is helping underserved segments across India get timely and affordable access to quality medical advice. Here's Aditya again, talking about MyUpchar and why it made sense to invest in them.
3: You know, what we figured back in 2016, or what the founders identified, was there was a clear lack of uh, credible and relatable health content in Indian languages. I mean, there were news websites that published health tips. And that was sort of the only source of information on health, which is obviously not ideal for a target consumer. And so these guys figured out content as a way to build trust. And mind you, these are consumers in tier three, tier four cities, you know, towns, even villages, who, you know, did not have very credible alternatives in their vicinity. So for some of these, I remember at the time of our investment, they used to get a lot of traffic from the outskirts of Lucknow. So these were small towns, villages within 100 kilometers of Lucknow. And some of those user interviews yielded that people had to take a couple of days off if they had to visit a doctor. And there, even in that journey, it was very hard to identify the right doctor for them. So the core sort of thesis there was affordability is obviously a challenge. For this target segment, and so you need to optimize for customer acquisition costs. You cannot afford to spend heavily on marketing to be able to, you know, cater to this segment and really demonstrate frugal innovation. Uh, and that is what these guys have done. Even today, these guys get more than MyUpchar gets uh, has 20 million plus free sessions on their website, so they pay absolutely like zero dollars in marketing. They have millions of subscribers on YouTube. They have probably 15 million YouTube views on their videos. This is all in Indian languages. So that was, uh, how do you build that primary care layer for these consumers in small cities and towns who might not have doctors available? Uh, I think that was sort of the core thesis. And once you, uh, the second part of the, you know, investment thesis was a lot of these consumers might not pay for services or consultations. They are willing to pay for uh, medicines or products. So that is also something that Myopchar is very actively curating and creating these products, working with experts and doctors and trying to cater to this segment.
0: Hexa on the other hand, has adopted a patient-first, trust-based approach to personalizing surgical care. They assess surgery needs and also provide post-operative care. Here's what Aditya has to say about Hexa Health.
3: Anytime any of us need to visit a hospital, at least I can speak about my, it's an incredibly harrowing experience, right? Just the thought of visiting a hospital and consulting a doctor, you know, it's not a pleasant experience. And leave aside the medical complications that somebody is suffering. And so HEXA wants to simplify that experience for the patient and become sort of the one-stop solution to cater to hospitalization needs of the patient. And really build that bridge
1: between hospitals and consumers and simplify the decision-making. Both Hexa Health and my Upshar are doing great work for healthcare in India and they both exist because smartphones do. Thank you for tuning into Smartphone Nation. I'm Utsav.
0: And I am Nivedita. This was Smartphone Nation. Tune in next week for another story on how the next half billion are shaping their future online. If you like our show, please subscribe to the Smartphone Nation YouTube channel. Don't forget to rate and review us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Share this episode with your friends as it helps the show reach more people.
3: You can listen and subscribe to Smartphone Nation on the IBM Podcasts app or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is also available in Hindi and Tamil. A special thanks to Omidyar Network India for making this season possible. To know how ONI is partnering with bold and purpose-driven entrepreneurs who are working to improve the lives of India's next half billion, visit omedianetwork.in. Tell us what you think of the show. You can find our hosts on Twitter and Instagram. Utsav can be found on the Instagram ID at yvtravel 42 You can reach out to Nivedita on Instagram at niv.prakasam. You can follow IVM on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at the ID at IVM Podcasts.